Your attention, please. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Salagadula, metricabula, Hey, what is up, guys, and welcome to the Disney Addicted Podcast. As always, I am your host, Brian, and this is Season 2, Episode 3. And I hope you guys are having a great week, and I have a great episode for you this week. We are talking about the Skyliner opening in Walt Disney World and a sneak peek at Rise of the Resistance in Galaxy's Edge, and I'm going to give you my review of the Boardwalk Resort right in Walt Disney World. I hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, on September 29th, the Disney Skyliner opened to the general public. That's right, those ugly gondolas all over Walt Disney World are now moving general admission guests, not just cast members, all across property. And I, the looks of them, I can't stand. I think they ruin a bunch of sight lines. Now, I can't give you an official review because I haven't been on them myself, but I have seen them up there in past trips. I'm just not a fan of what they make the property look like. Now, if they help me get from my hotel or from one park to the other in five minutes when it would have taken me 45 minutes to take a bus, I might sing a different tune. But as of right now, I can't stand these things, but they are open. And the big question with these is what is the temperature going to be like inside? You know, yeah, they have some good airflow when they're moving and they move faster than you think. I've even seen them tested in person and they go a pretty good clip, almost like a full out sprint, it seems like. But when these things stall and they're not moving and you're in a heated metal box in the middle of Florida and it's 105 degrees with 100% humidity, how are you going to do? So far, it does seem like any stops in the middle, they've done a decent job of keeping them short so it doesn't heat up too much and then they start moving and the air comes right through. But they have had some pretty decent weather in Walt Disney World so far during the testing and opening of these. So we will see... And I will wait to get on them myself to give you guys my official review. See you real soon. <laughs> and next in the news, on Good Morning America, there was a sneak peek of Rise of the Resistance, the new ride coming to Galaxy's Edge in Walt Disney World in December. But it's also going to be in California, but they're getting it a little bit later than us. So that's okay. They usually get stuff. They got Galaxy's Edge before us. So it's good that we beat them to the punch with this one. I cannot believe my eyes when I look at this ride. You're talking about a trackless ride system mixed with a motion simulator mixed with a drop at the end. And some kind of Pandora shaman level animatronics while you're going through. Rumored to pretty much all be Kylo Ren. Now they have let a couple, I'm using air quotes as I do this, I know you can't see, but like influencers and guys that do vlogs and stuff like that, into the ride, into parts of it. And they have been absolutely blown away. Everything from 50 animatronic stormtroopers in this big bay with X-wings and A-wings in it, and have just said they cannot believe what they're seeing. I am very much looking forward to this, and I think you should too. Being any sort of, just a Disney fan and a fan of Imagineering, never mind if you're a fan of Star Wars, I cannot wait to check out this ride. And lastly, Oogie Boogie Bash is right at Disney's California Adventure. It opened up. 
And I know I don't say too much about Disneyland in this show, but I had to mention this. It is a Halloween party that they have at Disney's California Adventure. And some of the highlights are some things that I hope they bring to either the Magic Kingdom or even I hope they bring the Halloween parties to a different park besides the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. They have character-themed treat trails where you go through this trail and maybe some special lighting and music. You get your candy and at the end, Maleficent or the Evil Queen or Dr. Facilier is up on a stage and they are mic'd up so they can talk to you. And it just looks like a great experience, not only for kids and for adults, but also keeps those lines for characters Now, granted, yes, you can't meet them and take a picture with them, but you get to see them, you get to interact with them and talk to them, and it keeps those lines at bay where people aren't waiting two hours out of a four-hour party to just go meet a character, so that looked really great, and it's, if Disney, you're listening, I hope you bring that to Walt Disney World, and the other highlight that I saw from there was a villain, it's called Villain's Grove. And it's usually a kid's playground area themed after the Redwood Forests of California. But they did a whole light show of a trail themed around Disney villains that is really a work of art. It looks beautiful. And I'm not even entirely sure how to describe it to you guys, except they're using projection mapping in the best way I've possibly seen. I'm not always a huge fan of the projection map on a whole building or something like that but when you're using it on these small areas like on a tree and making it look like bugs are crawling across the tree or creating something spooky with it it really brings a lot to that environment without having to bring animatronics or the use of screens that can just be so overplayed in theme parks today so i would highly recommend if you guys are in the california area check that out or if you can't get out to california go on youtube and and see that see some of these vlogs that are are that are these guys are taking there and hopefully you're going to be thinking the same thing as me hopefully we get that same thing in walt disney world this justin a jungle cruise skipper reports spotting the lost safari hey guys sorry to interrupt the show but there is breaking news as of the recording of this podcast there has been a crash of the disney skyliner a uh, bunch of gondolas crashed at the Riviera Resort, apparently, on 10-5, uh, 2019, around 8 o'clock. Now, there have been people stuck in there for about three hours. Um, it's incredible that they did not get these people out sooner. You wouldn't think you'd be kind of stranded up there for three hours while they figured this out, but they did. Um, eventually, everyone was evacuated by either a bucket from the fire department or their cart was pulled into the station, their gondola. Um, people were told to use these emergency cases that are in each gondola that had water packs, glow stick, notepad. And as you guessed, I mean, you gotta have, if you gotta go, you gotta go. There's waste disposal bags. So I guess Disney did think of some stuff, but I can only imagine some of these people stuck in the Florida heat in this, basically a metal box for three hours just to wait to get into a bucket to be brought down. They were stuck like 60 feet up in the air. Now, rumor has it that Disney did take care of them and is giving them, you know, a four-day park hopper with a $200 gift card. But still, I don't see if there's any more incidences on this gondola, how they can really rebound and get a ton of people to use it for its intended purpose. I've talked to way too many people who said they're going to be really hesitant or just won't go in it. So we'll see how this turns out, but I wanted to let you guys know. 
Hang on to them hats and glasses, because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Take a second and imagine yourself you've been transported back to the early 20th century. Right to Atlantic and Ocean City vibe. And you're standing on a boardwalk looking out over the water. And you hear the click-clack of the wood boardwalk under your feet as you eat your ice cream. And far off, you can hear the carnival games. And right to your right, you can hear a mime performing as he juggles, does a whole bunch of stuff that's making your kids laugh. That's the experience you get when you stay at Disney's Boardwalk Resort. It truly feels like a magical experience of being transported back in time. And not to mention, let's mention the biggest bonus of this resort is its location. And I got the chance to stay here with my family. And I'd like to take you guys through that experience a little bit and give you guys my review and maybe help you decide whether you'd like to stay here or not. Now, unfortunately, it's not a cheap resort. You're looking anywhere from $350 to $650 a night to stay here. So it is pricey. But I, without giving away too much, I do have to tell you, I think it's worth it, especially when you figure in the location. Now, we, we arrived at the resort and pulled into the lobby and were immediately greeted but unfortunately, our room was not ready yet. Now, we were there a little bit early, and it was a little disappointment, but I have to say, the gentleman who met us at the front, his name was Mr. Kirk, was absolutely excellent in everything that you would want in a Disney cast member. Just, he couldn't help it. Unfortunately, our room just wasn't ready. He gave my daughter an amazing amount of stickers. He was truly friendly and helped us the most we possibly could, and as you'll hear, helped us out later in our trip as well. So we did have to hang around the resort a little bit, and we did go, we went down to the Big River Grill, which is the spot to get food there, got some food, came back, and our room still wasn't ready, so it was kind of a disappointment. I was able to go to the front desk and get us a room that was available right then, but that's really not the people that work at the front desk fault. That's just kind of timing and when we flew in, just being tired and hoping we could get into a room. So I can't really dock them any points there. Now the theming of this and the actual artwork and everything in the lobby is truly extravagant. It does feel like you're in a you know four or five star hotel. So I would give the check-in experience a five, even though, you know, five stars, even though our room wasn't ready, they were still incredibly pleasant and took care of us and made sure that even though our room wasn't ready, we were still happy with everything that was going on and ultimately were able to accommodate us and get us into our room before 4 o'clock, which is when check-in was. So we did go up to our room. Now, I guess that kind of brings us to the theming of the room and stuff like that. Now, this, I will say, is where the DVC side of this resort and the actual hotel part of this resort differ. Now, if you are staying in the DVC side of this resort, do not worry. This, they have the hardwood floors, updated furniture, everything looks impeccable. But I will say, if you are in the hotel side of this resort, for what you pay for this hotel, your room does not completely look worth it. If you went, I have to be honest, strictly on what the hotel room looks like, the furniture is beat up. There's old kind of ratty carpet in there. Now, everything was immaculately clean. And it is a nice hotel room. But you have to remember, let's say you're spending $500 on a hotel room. You don't want to have frayed edges of the carpet. You don't want to have a dinged up dresser. 
you don't want to have those things, you know, the older comforters on the bed and stuff like that. I will say the artwork on there is nice. If you can imagine a view of the carousel in the Magic Kingdom with, you know, the castle behind it in a painting with kind of early 20th century people around it. Yeah, it does look nice. But in reality, I have to say, just on the hotel side, you are not getting what you pay for as far as the room goes. Like I said, as far as housekeeping, the room was dust free. I mean, I checked, I did the finger swipe over the paintings and everything. It was absolutely immaculate. The bathroom was gorgeously clean. Now it was still a little bit dated. It did not have the, you know, the glass and the tile that you can see, uh, you know, from our earlier stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge or some of the other places we've stayed or even on the DVC side of this resort. It is much more updated. But I will say I got to give, you know, some points off for the actual condition of the room, not the cleanliness, but the condition of condition of the room on the hotel side like i said not the dvc dvc side but the hotel side and like i said the housekeeping a plus for that as well now that can kind of bring us to some of the food at the resort now i do have to say this does not have a quick service option so it gets points off for that but it you do have a lot of areas that you can go and get food on the boardwalk whether it be almost food cart looking areas where you can get a corn dog or something like that or even drinks, you can get margaritas as you walk around the boardwalk. Where this place really excels is their sit-down dining. Now there is the Big River Grill that I mentioned before, which is a great place to get, you know, a steak. And it's a microbrewery, so if you're into beers, you can get those there. We did sit down when we first got there and enjoyed our meal there quite a bit. And it is very well, is the prices are very reasonable for what you get as far as Disney goes. And this is a restaurant you can just kind of walk up to and get a seat we did not need an adr an advanced dining reservation for this restaurant and we were very pleased for how much we spent with the amount of food we got and the quality of food we got and we did have very good service there as well now i will say this resort has the best character dining in all of walt disney world at trattoria al forno there is a character breakfast now, it's not a buffet, but it's a character breakfast, and it has Ariel, and it also has Prince Eric, and you are also able to meet, oh geez, I'm blanking it on this, uh, you are able to meet Prince Eric, oh, Flynn Rider, Rapunzel, <laughs> sorry about that, I've only done this character meal with my daughter and wife, not hundreds of times, but you know, tens of times. Um, so yes, you are meeting Flynn Rider, you're meeting Rapunzel. And the character interaction is some of the best I've had at any character meal. But the real highlight of this is the food. Now usually when I go there, I get the steak and eggs. They are always very accommodating to my diet. Whether I don't eat a lot of carbs, so they're always able to give me a vegetable, meat, and eggs. And the meat is absolutely incredible. The only... I think it's a filet mignon, and the only better filet mignon I've had on property was that, believe it or not, at Cinderella's Castle. And they, when you first get there, they bring out these great kind of pastries that my wife and daughter really enjoy. So if you are staying here, that is a must-do in my opinion. For dinner, 
I do like the food. I do think it's a good option, but it is not quite as good as that character breakfast. Now, a little bit a ways down from there as far as sit-down meals is the ESPN zone. That's more kind of your sports pub fair. I have not been there in so long. We had kind of a couple bad experiences of just not getting good food and feeling like we're paying so much money for bar food that wasn't even that good. So I can't give you guys a recent review of that, but I will say there are better places to eat on this property. Even if you walk over to you know, the beach club and eat there, even at their quick service, I would say it's better food than the ESPN club, ESPN zone. And if you are just looking to walk around, Ample Hills Creamery is there. You can get some ice cream, like I said, kind of in the opening. It is very, very good ice cream. Now, it is also very, very expensive ice cream for what you get, but it is good. And if you're willing to just kind of take that hit and enjoy the experience, that is great. So overall, as you can tell, there are quite a few places to eat, just not so much on the quick service option of where you're going to be able to go and sit down with your family in the little cafeteria style like you would at the Mara at Animal Kingdom or something like that. But I will say this is a very good option for people that are looking to sit down and eat quite a bit at their resort. So I guess you could say, let's talk about some of the other amenities, right? <laughs> and that can bring us to the pool at the boardwalk. Now, I do not know what Imagineering was thinking when they designed this pool. I do know it's themed after Luna Park, which was kind of a carnival area in New Jersey that had elephants and all these but let's just face it it looks like a clown is throwing up children from the ride and it's a creepy creepy clown I have not met one kid who looked at this and thought it was cool and my daughter is petrified of it so she never ends up going down the slide and every time she looks at it, she's like yee and so I don't know who thought this was a good idea but it it's there anyway I think the pool could deserve deserves a refurb so that it doesn't look like the clown is throwing up your children other than that the pool bar does have some decent drinks it's themed after kind of a carousel in this park I think this pool area does need some more shade the pool itself is pretty basic um pretty basic of a pool they do have a decent amount of some you know flotation devices for little kids and stuff there's nothing special about the pool it does have the creepy clown but i will say overall it's probably right up there the same as a lot of other deluxe resorts my daughter does love going in the pool no matter what it looks like but with the beach club and yacht club pool almost being a mini water park right across the waterway it does kind of feel like you get gypped for the amount that you're spending at the boardwalk to have that pool with it the clown and uh, so i hope if that gets refurbed i think it brings a lot to the resort and uh i mean other than that as far as the amenities they do a movie at night on kind of a turf area that they have near the lobby of the hotel which is great your kid can sit down on the turf and watch a movie with the water in the background you can walk the boardwalk itself is a great amenity for this property whether you want to jog around it in the morning walk around it at night and see the entertainment there's not too many places where you can go and see you know jugglers and magicians and these carnival games and these Surrey bike rentals you can take and drive around. So that is definitely a plus for this resort. And let's that brings us to possibly the best part of this whole resort, and that is the location. You are walking distance to Epcot, and you are walking distance to Hollywood Studios. Now, there's really no other hotel 
you know, besides the beach and yacht club on the other side, or even maybe the Swan and Dolphin, that can boast that. And especially if you're somebody that needs to be on a, you know, one of the scooters and don't like loading in and out of those buses, because let's face it, it's a hassle and you have some comments from some jerks sometimes that get upset. If you don't want to deal with that and you want to be able to just buzz right over to a park or even just to enjoy, to bring us back to the food, if you're at the boardwalk and you want dinner and you have a park hopper or you have a park ticket for your length of stay, you can just hop over to World Showcase and enjoy that quick service. So maybe that's what Disney is thinking when they don't have so much quick service at this resort. They figure you can just walk over to Epcot and get anything you want for quick service over there. But the location of this is incredible. You're talking 10-minute walk to Epcot, maybe a 20-minute walk to Hollywood Studios. And I got to tell you, with, with Galaxy's Edge opening up, and wanting to get there for these extra, extra magic hours for, to get into Galaxy's Edge in the morning, this is the place to stay for that. So it gets a crazy amount of points with me for just the pure location of it. So overall, I would say this is an incredible resort to stay at. It's almost transformative of being in there and feeling like you get taken back in time. The rooms on the DVC side are absolutely incredible. Now on the hotel side, maybe not so much. But I think they're, they're going to get a refurb sometime soon. Usually once the DVC side gets a refurb, the hotel rooms do. If you're somebody who likes to sit down for your meals, awesome, awesome restaurants to eat at. And lastly, the location. Like I said, walking distance to both parks, you cannot beat it. I would highly, highly recommend staying at the boardwalk. And I cannot wait. I believe our next day, we're going to be staying at the boardwalk. I cannot wait. It's a great resort to stay at with family and walk around, enjoy the pool, even with the clown throwing up children and everything. But I, I would recommend, highly recommend staying here, you guys. And I hope you did enjoy this review. I hope it did convince you to maybe spend that money to to get this location i think it truly is worth it especially if you're able to rent points and get on that dvc side so i hope you enjoyed the show guys and remember till next time have a magical day